Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizuki. Hi, once again, welcome to Growing in Grace. Mike here, along with Joel. We're glad that you're listening. And Joel, we do have more and more people listening, uh, either through Grace Walk Radio or some other locations on the internet, perhaps even on our website at graceroots.org, where you have all of our programs archived. Nice to be able to hear from people, too, who correspond with us, isn't it? Yeah, we love hearing from people. And, and uh, the thing that you, you and I do here, Mike, you know, talking about growing in God's grace, talking about the gospel, uh, the gospel message, and trying to keep it pure, at least as pure as we can, without mixing in a lot of any, well, without mixing in any religion, without mixing in the legalism and, and the law, and the rules that that get mixed into uh, the, the messages and sermons that you hear in many churches today. We try to stay away from that and, and just kind of preach a pure gospel, what we see in the Bible, and as you're listening, uh, maybe thoughts come to your mind, or maybe you know we'd like to perhaps hear from you. Why is it uh, that you listen to Growing in Grace? What maybe what's your background? Do you have some sort of a legalistic background? Do you have something uh, uh, in in your that's been taught in your past that you're trying? Maybe you're trying to shake free of religion or whatever. Uh, what is it that uh, you know Mike and I talk about that interests you? Because uh, this message has revolutionized our life. Just the message that we find right there in the Bible, in the New Covenant, the message of God's grace. And uh, obviously something is resonating with people, and we're just interested to hear you know, your story. What's, what has gone on in your life in, in regards to religion, legalism, and being set free by the grace of God? And uh, we're just interested to hear you know, so maybe some of the stuff that we talk about here on our program that, that really does interest you. Well, we do appreciate the, the correspondence. It means a lot to us because it's just nice to be able to make connections, which we've been able to do from people all over the world. Last week, Joel, we were talking about um, how God has already provided us with everything that we need in Christ, uh, blessings, holiness, uh, our identity that uh, comes from His righteousness, constantly seeking things from God that he has already provided. Watchman Nee once said it. It's kind of like people trying to enter into a room that they're already in. But we, we are constantly seeking things from God that he has already provided for us, whether that's emotional, spiritual, physical. We found out in, in Ephesians 1.3 that uh, God has already blessed us with every, every spiritual blessing through Christ Jesus. I'll get this in, otherwise I'm afraid we won't, Joel. There's a story I think that that Bill Bright tells about a a guy who lived in Texas during the time of the Great Depression of the 1930s. He had a farm. He worked it hard, uh, making a living for his family. But when the the Depression hit, like a lot of people, he fell behind on his mortgage. After a few months of not making payments, he was contacted by the mortgage company. And, of course, they wanted their money and told him if he didn't start getting paid up fast that he was going to lose everything, and they were going to take it away from him. One day, uh, while he's trying to figure out how he's going to get out of this, some uh, oil company representative knocked on his door and uh, introduced themselves and said they would like permission to drill on his property to determine if there was any oil there. And uh, the guy thought, well, he might be losing his property pretty soon anyway, so yeah, go ahead. He granted them permission. Uh, They sank their drill into uh, into the ground, and the 
uh, almost immediately they, they ran into a gusher and uh, started pumping out over 80,000 barrels of oil per day. Of course, uh, the guy in Texas became a millionaire. And so the question is this. When did this man from Texas become a millionaire? Was it at the time that the oil company struck oil? Was it at that time? No, that, that wasn't when. He became a millionaire when the property was given to him or when he possessed the property, when he bought it. That when he was uh, the owner of the property is when he became a millionaire. Uh, the problem was he didn't realize what he already possessed. And that's kind of how it is with Christ and the free blessings that God has already given. Um, we talked last week, Joel, too, about how we sing the songs asking for more of God. Uh, God, come into our presence. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Uh, remember us. Don't forget about us. God's not going to forget about you. <laughs> he's, he's not going to leave you. We don't need more of the Holy Spirit. We don't need more of his presence. He's already provided us with all of this, and he's not going to take it away. Yeah, you know, Mike, as a, as a dad, you know, I'm not the most perfect dad in the world. I think, you know, there's not a dad in the world who's going to ever say, you know, I'm perfect. I'm the best person. I'm the best dad that there's ever been. But even as an imperfect dad, I give my kids things, everything that they need. And they don't come to me every day saying, dad, if, would you just please provide us with some food? Oh, dad, please. We need some, you know, we need this. Oh, we, oh, dad, please. You know, it, it would be... Uh, maybe an insult i'm not sure it would just it would just be wrong of them it wouldn't be something that they need to do for, for them to ask me to provide them uh with things because everything that they need i'm going to provide for them uh you know as an imperfect person of course there who knows there might be a time when i don't have any money and i can't provide but as a perfect father and as a perfect god God has already given us everything that we need as you're saying his love you know the fullness of his love is in us and and we don't need to seek him for more of his love but rather we need to re really walk in the love that he has already given us and you know as we're we're looking here in Ephesians one of uh, Paul's prayers that I love uh, that I love uh, that Paul had prayed for the for the people from Ephesus and this is a good prayer uh, for everybody Paul says that he um, all right he says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. You see, the, the love of God is in us. And Paul's prayers that they may know that. We talk about growing in grace, and that's one thing that we want to do, is to grow in the grace that's already been given to us, the love of God. We want to get rooted and grounded in that. Instead of trying to attain it, instead of asking God to give us more and more of it, we want to become rooted and grounded in the love that he's already given us. And, and so... I think why there are many, perhaps the word anemic fits in here. Anemic Christians, perhaps not experiencing the fullness of God's love. It's not because he's not given them his love. It's not because he's not provided them with, with his grace or with the things that we need in this life or with the things that we need to have a, a 
perfect relationship with him. It's that, that it's perhaps that we're not understanding that he's already given us these things and we're seeking and striving after them, trying to earn them, trying to attain them somehow. When again, we can't stress this enough, <laughs> you know, as, as that verse from Ephesians says, he has already done it for us. He has already blessed us, past tense, with every spiritual blessings, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So it really comes down to having our, our eyes opened, our, our mind opened, our hearts opened to an understanding of the reality that the indwelling power we already possess can provide us with everything that we need. It's already there. It's, it's already available. The power of God, the blessings, whatever the need is, again, spiritual, emotional, physical, it, it's, it's already there. It, it's already yours. It, it's something that, that we already possess. And one of the blessings that we talked about, Joel, of which there are countless blessings that have already been given to us according to Ephesians 1.3, but one of those that we spoke of briefly last week was holiness. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul said, Do you not know that you are the temple of God? The Spirit of God dwells in you. Uh, in your spirit, he's talking about. In you. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy. Did you get that? The temple of God, talking about you, is holy. And, and Paul says, you are holy. You, you are the temple of God. You are holy. It's, you see, it's an instantaneous thing that took place when you placed faith in Christ. Now, if, if Joe Schmo down the road here, that maybe somebody that is your neighbor, somebody that you work with, if you were to go and ask Joe Schmo, hey, uh, are you a Christian? Joe might respond with something like, well, I'm sure trying. You know, I'm really mm -hmm. trying to become a Christian. <laughs> well, we know that uh, salvation and, you know, becoming a Christian is something that we don't earn. It's just, you know, something that you receive by faith. And so you could tell Joe, Joe, you don't have to strive. You don't have to try. You can't earn eternal life. You can't earn this provision that God has given to us. You, you just believe it by faith and place your trust in Christ. That's what we would tell him when it comes to eternal life and becoming a Christian. Uh, if you were to go to Joe and say, Joe, are you trying to be holy? Joe might say, uh, well, this is after he's a Christian. Say, Joe, are you, are you holy? And, and Joe might say, well, I'm sure trying to be holy. I mean, I'm really working at it. I'm doing this and that. And it, it, the, the response would be the same, Joel. If we went down to Joe Schmo, we'd have to say something like, Joe, you, you can't earn holiness. It, it's something that you received by faith when you placed uh, your, your trust in Christ. And it's the same thing. It's already been provided. It's already been provided, and again, it's a gift. <laughs> you know, it, all of this stuff, th this whole new covenant that we are the beneficiaries of, this whole Christian life, our, our life in Christ and, and our life in God, everything that has to do with this life is the result of a gift. It's, it's the result of God's grace. There's nothing that we can do to earn it. If we thought for a minute that there was something, you know, something that we could do to earn it, or if there was something that we could do to earn it, God would have told us, here, you can do this and you can earn this. But all over the scriptures, especially as, as you look in the, the scriptures that explain the new covenant, it, we're told that everything that we have from God is a gift. 
Every good and perfect gift is from above. The gift of righteousness, the gift of holiness, you know, the gift of our right standing with God, it's, it's all a result of God's grace, nothing that we can do to earn it. And so as we go about our daily lives in Christ, this is, I think, one thing that we're really trying to stress here is that if we're going about trying to establish these things on our own, holiness by what we do, if we're trying to establish our right right standing before God, our own righteousness, that's really the flesh. That's really our own attempts at uh, attaining something that God has already given us. You can't earn a gift. You just cannot earn a gift. And Jesus said that if you, you know, as, as branches, you know, he's the vine and we're branches. And if the branch simply abides in the vine and, and rests in him, that branch will bear fruit, but the branch has no life in and of itself. And we're the branch. In and of ourselves, we can't produce holiness. We can't produce righteousness. We can't produce peace, joy, love, anything like that. But simply resting in the gift that God has already given us, that's where it's all found. Mike, a few more seconds left if you want to wrap things up. Well, what it comes down to, Joel, is there are a lot of Christians looking ahead, trying to attain victory. What we need to do is take a look back to the empty tomb, <laughs> which is our eternal witness for the victory that already belongs to us. See, we're, we're, we're not fighting to get a victory. We're, we're fighting from a victory. And, and we've got it turned inside out. Uh, so instead of trying to uh, reach out and achieve something, we can already take a look back and realize we're not fighting for victory, but from victory. That's a good place to end with, Mike. And, uh, that, of course, is Mike. I, of course, am Joel. This is Growing in Grace. We appreciate you ha- uh, having you along with here with us this time. And we'll be back again uh, for more talk about Growing in Grace next time. And in the meantime, as we said earlier in the program, check us out at graceroots.org. And we appreciate hearing from you. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.